Hey everyone, Nina here. Let's dive into an Ahrefs walkthrough. So I know some people call it Ahrefs. I learned to say it as Ahrefs. Um, I don't know why. I think maybe in an old coding class or something, that's how I learned to pronounce it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna call it Ahrefs. You call it whatever you want. I do not care. Uh, I'm not gonna get in fights over the pronunciation of it. Um, but Ahrefs, basically the name does come from the code to create a hyperlink. When you do that, it is like an arrow, a space, space hrefs, and then um, equals and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I learned that back when I was a kid who didn't go outside and used to code websites for my dogs because that's what I did as a child and it's insane that my parents allowed that to happen. Um, we had three dogs and they each had a website for like nothing on there, just their face and some stuff. It was ridiculous. But yeah, that's um, how I got into building blogs and websites. And so that's where the name comes from. Um, Ahrefs is one of the, I don't know if it's the number one, I don't think, I think everyone tries to claim that, but it's one of the best uh, keyword research tools out there. It has been under fire a little bit recently in the SEO community because they've been making some changes and I think people get mad whenever something that they love changes a bit. Um, I still really, really like it. So I'm going to continue to talk about it until I don't like it anymore. So that being said, Ahrefs is more pricey for a keyword research tool. Um, it, key search is a better alternative if you're not making money with your blog yet. I recommend uh, turning off this walkthrough and going away if you are at zero dollars with your blog. Go back to key search, turn it on, find your keywords. Um, it is all you need. I got into Mediavine off of key search. It, I have a whole walkthrough on it, go to that one. Um, but if you are ready to scale your blog a bit more and get a more expensive tool, or get a tool for a shorter period of time and then like really, really use it, then I'd come to Ahrefs. So um, Ahrefs does have a free account. Uh, it does not have a free trial anymore. The way it used to have a $7 for seven day trial, but they got rid of that in 2022, which was unfortunate, but I do understand that I think people were, uh, no, I know people were abusing the model because they would just sign up with different credit cards for the free trials and stuff. Um, and I'm sure that was frustrating for them. So. They do have a free account. You only get a certain amount of the functionality. And I would say it is the worst part of the functionality. Like it's, um, we're gonna go through it after about which tools you get. And honestly, I think it's a lot like Link Whisper where the paid tool is so much better than the free thing that they offer you because they just don't include any of the good functionality that people then don't upgrade because they're like, why would I? The free thing is not that great. Um, yeah, so this is my two cents on it. I know some people do like it, but I find that the free stuff has a massive amount of glitches in it because I had it for about a year and a half before I finally like bit the bullet and bought a year's worth of, uh, of Ahrefs. So let's talk about pricing first. I always want to be upfront about the pricing of these tools. Um, Ahrefs is expensive, 100%. It is an expensive tool that is going to cost you more money than just going with key search. Um, it costs about the same for a month as key search costs for a year. That is why I send people away if they are not making money from their blogs yet. I think it's better to invest in strategies than to invest in tools um, because the tools, you can misuse them. Like you could never do a course only at Ahrefs and you could make zero dollars from your blog and have zero traffic quite easily. So yeah, that's my two cents. I don't know why I'm saying that so much today. Um, but yeah, so I have, I believe I have the light plan if I remember correctly. Um, we will check to be honest, but yeah, I'm pretty sure all I have is the, um, the light plan. I don't think you massively need more than that. 
Um, as an SEO, I would use the light or standard. I think the other ones are really more for if you're gonna have like an agency running. Um, but for one person, these are kind of all you need. Um, but we will check which one of these I have because I genuinely don't remember. And that was something I should have checked beforehand. Yeah, not sure, we'll check. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, it talks about like what you're allowed and what's included. The interesting thing with Ahrefs is that search you get like 200 or 300 searches per day with Ahrefs you get 500 per month and that's not just a normal search well, I'll show you how this works is literally anytime you click anything it becomes one of those things so it's quite frustrating because where with key search like I've literally maxed out key search one day in my life and it's when I was in like an insane episode um, of anxiety and spent 18 hours doing keyword research, like for 18 hours. Um, and that's the only time I've ever maxed out key search in my life. And I do a lot, like keyword research is my like hobby at this point, as well as my business. I love doing it for fun. Um, so yeah, key search will be a lot easier that way. So with this, you get um, your verified owners, unverified projects, which just means like if you're doing projects for clients kind of a thing and you don't have, you can't like, verify it through their site with coding um, the number of report rows per blah, 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 rows per report it's like when you run a search for i don't know rome travel each result will be a row so you're only going to get 2500 results that's fine <laughs> don't need a lot more than that um, and that's how much you can export so you'll see more than that when you go through but you'll only be able to um, export a certain amount Track keywords. I don't bother tracking most of my keywords because I just look at them when I do my content audits regularly. Um, but you can track them weekly if you want and it will email them to you. Then you have credits to crawl your site with a site audit. So you're not gonna use up 100,000 on just one site typically. You'll be able to use these across a couple. And then keyword lists are your saved lists. And I think it is so dumb that this has a limit um, because it is just you saving stuff that's already there. And if you've already used the row, it just seems ridiculous. But yeah, that's something that happens. Uh, then you can add extra users to your account if uh, so, like someone can come on and use five credits and that's fine, it's free. But the more credits they use, which is again, every single search, AKA every single time they touch anything, it will cost you more. Um, on the base plan, it doesn't clearly state this anywhere. So initially I thought you only got a hundred credits because that's what shows, like it'll show you what status you're currently at but you actually have a 500 credit limit. If you're on, um, I'm definitely on the light plan, I'm remembering, I am 100% on the light plan, because um, that's really all you need. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you get 500 credits, so you have to be like minorly careful, but not that careful, to be honest. And yeah, they don't do free trials or anything, um, and you have to use all the bits. Um, and if you pay annually, you get two months free. So. You can pay annually and save a bit of money. It's still gonna cost you a lot more than key search. So this is my account. We're logged in over here. Um, so this is the dashboard, which is gonna show you all your projects. So this is whatever sites you've added to this. And so you can add some up here with the domain URL um, and it will add them and then crawl them and stuff. The reason I don't like this is it breaks every time. <laughs> So um, the problem is it will crawl all of your sites simultaneously and try to hit every page on the site. And then oftentimes it's block, it's bots like block themselves or get in trouble with like all of my, uh, like my speed plugin and stuff. And then it just breaks everything. 
So, and I've tried this when I was on Bluehost and now that I'm on Lyrical and I've had trouble both times and I just don't find this webmaster tool super helpful. But let's talk about what is there and when it does work. Um, so the first thing over here is it's supposed to, you can see my first one didn't work. It gives you a health score and the health score is nonsense. Um, it doesn't, like it's not related to PageSpeed Insights. Again, it'll show you things that are like, this page is slow or this broke or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you broke it with your bots, like, because it doesn't do a good job. Um, it annoys me because like PageSpeed is something I really care about and so is site health. And so I get really annoyed at this like low number, but it genuinely, like one month it'll be 99 and then the next it'll scroll it again or crawl it again and it'll be 40. Like literally this one was 99 last month and I don't know what happened. It just changed its mind. Um, so it says how many pages are crawled, how many it redirects, um, any broken links or pages it found, and then any blocked stuff. Most of those broken ones are things it breaks by itself. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to stop being mad about that now. Then there's the domain rating. So just like domain authority from Moz is a made up metric, um, every tool seems to have their own. There's even domain strength from Key Search that like is its own nonsense thing. Um, in the industry, we typically focus on DA because everyone can access it. I don't know what just happened there, <laughs> but we can all access that. Domain rating, um, people, if their DR is higher, they like to claim that DR matters more. Um, I think it's pretty similar. So my DA and DR for most of my sites is pretty on par, except for She Knows SEO. It's the only one that has a significant like higher domain rating than DA. I'm still not going to go around saying that that's my DA or saying that DR is better. I think they're just different in what they kind of score. And equally, I don't care as much what they think. I care what Google thinks. And since we can't know Google's ideas, I just keep going with it. Um, but yeah, that's what DR is basically, is it's their approximation. It tends to be harsher. So usually it will be lower unless you have really, really, really good backlinks, which I do for this site. But yeah, typically it's a lot lower than your DA and that's totally okay. Um, referring domains is the number of domains linking to your site. That's it. Um, backlinks, number of backlinks you have. Um, and so backlinks might be higher than your referring domains because the same domain might link to you multiple times. Organic traffic is your uh, monthly clicks. This is so funny because it's so much lower than what everyone's actually is. And I love that like everyone um, gets quite defensive about it, but Ahrefs is known for being massively conservative with traffic scores. So even the scores for search terms are supposed to be quite a bit lower than um, what it actually is. And I have found that it is lower than Uber Suggest and Key Search and SEMrush in its reports, which just means that if you find something high volume with Key or with Ahrefs, it's going to be so much better for you. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is the number of people clicking through, and that's the number of organic keywords. Um, on the free plan, it is cool that you can like click in and once it loads, you can see seven days of your keywords and you can see if they've come up or down. Um, they do talk about phasing that out, so I don't know if they're going to get rid of it or not, but they might. And then here you can add any other track keywords that you might want. You can also disavow links. Um, so this is basically if you have bad backlinks to your site, but it will only disavow them to Ahrefs. So I don't know why you would do this. Um, people sometimes do this if a site is like really, really gross and spammy and linking to them and they're worried about it. You can submit those to um, Google, just Google how to disavow links. It's like, there's really good walkthroughs. 
um, you would disavow the links, submit them to Google and be like, hey, I don't trust these people. Don't let them, like, don't pay attention to their links to me. Um, so I don't know why you would just do it in Ahrefs, to be honest. I guess just for the vanity of not seeing them show up, but I don't know, it doesn't seem worth it. And then here you have which countries are linking to you the most, and, or coming to you the most, and yeah. Um, you can look at, oh sorry, so on the paid plan, you'll get email notifications of this stuff. So I'm on the light plan, so I get um, monthly emails of my new and lost backlinks for every post, or for every site, um, new keywords, and uh, I get weekly rank tracker updates if I tracked any keywords for any of these, which I don't. Um, you can also see GSC performance, which will just pull from your Google Search Console, basically. So I don't spend a lot of time there, to be honest. Where I spend time is here in Site Explorer. This is my favorite section of Ahrefs. I really love it. Um, this is basically the same as Key Search's content or competitor analysis section. Pardon me, where you put in any site on the internet and then you can scan it for information. So I'm going to put in Nomadic Matt because he is a big name and we will for sure find stuff. <laughs> so this is what comes up. Um, we will see the, like the name of the site. Then we're going to get um, the backlink profile here. We can like click through to see um, all the sites linking back to him, all the pages linking back to him and the anchor text of those backlinks, which is interesting. Um, we can see what his DR is. Um, UR is like their version of page authority to my knowledge. Um, but yeah, I don't really look at it. <laughs> you can see the number of keywords he ranks for, his estimated traffic. This is typically a third of the real traffic. So if Key Search is telling me that monthly he has 464,000 users, he probably is closer to 1.5 million. Um, I can't guarantee that, only Google Search Console is going to know for sure, but this is our estimates. And then it's also cool because it'll tell you like what the top three, like how many keywords are in the top three. And that's kind of the metric I care more about because anyone can rank on page 10 for the like last spot. Um, it's more about ranking in the top. And this value is a made up metric based on the um, CPC cost per click from ads of your keywords and the amount of traffic you have. So it estimates a value for your site based off of the number of keywords. And sometimes it will reference in like the CPC of certain keywords. So if you're like ranking for like a really expensive keyword, it can bring stuff up. But this doesn't actually mean you're making that money. <laughs> um, this is not even related to like ad dollars you could be making. It's just a random number. Um, and I don't really know how that helps people. So these are some graphs that you may see pretty often, especially the organic traffic one here. Um, people share these on Twitter a lot for their sites rather than their Google search console for some reason. Um, I don't know why, because you should share your actual traffic. I did it once because I thought that's what we were supposed to do because everyone else was doing it. And then people got mad at me and I was like, why? And then I was like, oh, I get it because like this is a random tool. And if I actually own the site and have the Google search console data that's more accurate, why wouldn't I share the accurate data? But yeah, this is where you can see some information on um, it's a graphic and I don't I just don't think in graphs, so it doesn't make sense to me. But here you can see graph information. Um, you can also over here get which countries they get the most traffic from. Um, you can again see those backlinks and uh, if they're no follow. And then you can see um, this is like how many pages are at which URL ranking, essentially. 
Um, so I don't have access to everything because I only have the light plan and I'm fine with that. I don't really need to be able to like um, go through and see absolutely everything. So we're gonna click through and I'll show you which ones I can't get into. Um, but we're gonna focus on the ones that I can. So like I can't see a site structure of like exactly how everything links through. Don't really need to, doesn't really matter to me. Um, calendar would show me like different days of how his site performed. Again, I don't really feel the need to look at that. Backlinks is a good one. Um, so when it loads, it takes a minute for this one to populate, but it's cool because I can see all the backlinks he has and where they come from. Um, and this is an interesting technique that people use with Ahrefs is they will go to their competitors who are like fully in their niche, and then they will either look for lost backlinks, um, they'll look for broken backlinks, they'll look for do follow backlinks. If it's do follow, oftentimes that means that they probably did a guest post or something, and maybe you could do one too. If they've lost the backlink, then there must have been a reason for it. Maybe the link was broken. So you can go in and you could be like, hey, I saw that link was broken. Link to my site instead. Um, you can also like look at the type of links as well. So maybe if it's an image, maybe they had um, an infographic and maybe you designed a better one. So I like to filter by uh, DR to see the highest domain authority for, or domain, the domain ranking first. Um, you will get some like Wikipedia and stuff, but you can go down and like start to see whatever else is there. So he syndicates a lot of his content on Medium, it looks like, which is interesting. Um, but eventually we should get to a blog. <laughs> we have Elegant Themes has referenced him in some blogs. It looks like, I'd be surprised if he uses Divi, but maybe he does. That one references Divi. Um, here he was, he was featured in the New York Times. Forbes. So it's an interesting way to see like what backlinks people have. Um, you can also ser search by uh, like when it showed up, like first seen, last seen. So last seen is like the last time that they scanned the site and noticed that the backlink was still there. Yeah, so this is a way to just like look through and see their backlinks. Um, you can also see like what type of link is over here and the anchor text. So if it's just a link like this, then it's just pulling his feed, which happens on GitHub. Um, but on like Wikipedia, you can see like what the quote is that then links to his site and same for other ones below. And then to filter, you would just like hit do follow and then show results. So like doing that, hitting do follow and submit, that's one credit used. <laughs> um, and every time I click backlinks, it's a credit. If I click now to overview structure or over overview 2.0, that's a credit. Um, I don't think it counts when you click on dead areas, but I'm not 100% sure. And yeah, so now I'm only going to see the ones that are do follow because that those typically are the ones that are like he built somehow and gives you more of an idea of, yeah, where you might be able to go and get some links. So broken backlinks is only on a, an upgraded plan. Um, this is where you use that strategy of looking for broken backlinks to your competitor and you'd be like, hey, that link is broken, link to me instead. I used to do that. There's free plugins that you can check people's site for stuff like that. I just don't find it super successful for the amount of time that you have to spend doing it. Um, referring domains, that's where you just see the domains linking to him, but you don't see like the individual post or whatever. Anchors is going to be the anchor text that he uses. So you can see like which anchor text works best. Um, before we go to that one, I want to show you this down in pages. Best by links will show you which pages on his site has the most links. And that can be helpful to see like how many links he needs to that post for it to be successful. 
so you can see like how many links it has. So home pages tend to usually be the number one thing. And then you can see like the couple of the posts that are gonna be the most important to that site. And um, yeah, how many do follow links they have. Internal backlinks are internal links. I don't know why it calls it internal backlinks, but whatever. Um, but it's cool because you can see like the page that it's on and then what it links to out from that page and what the anchor text is for them. So when I do audits of my client's site, I can come here and I can look at like large groupings of their, uh, like their pages to see what anchor text they're using. And um, historically when they've used it, like I can switch the first scene to go to older posts. Um, you can ensure that they have do follow on and not no follow. You can then see which posts on their site are um, no index because typically people no follow those. I know Nomadic Matt believes in no indexing your privacy policy, your contact page and your about page. Terrible ideas for EEAT, don't do it please. <laughs> um, referring IPs I can't access, I believe, I'm pretty sure. Oh no, I can, interesting. I don't look at it anyway. And then link intersect is the one I can't look at, where it's um, finding out when, they, when other sites link to your competition but not to you. So it's like a competitor gap tool for links, basically, where it's like, okay, they link to him but not to me, and it'll exclude the ones that link to both of us. I don't really use that. <laughs> um, organic keywords is where I spend most of my time here. So this is where you can see all the keywords that this person is ranking for. And this is where you can do a competitor analysis section. Um, you can then uh, adjust like positions. So if you only want to see ones where they are ranking in the top 10, if you want to see new ones that they've got or where they've declined. And if they've declined, you might be able to get in there and get those keywords that they're no longer ranking for, for whatever reason. But then I would double check the keyword to see why they might have declined. Um, oftentimes if they've declined, it's because like they messed up or someone did something better. Um, but sometimes with all the helpful content updates Google's had, they have changed some intentions of keywords to be like from blogs to e-commerce or something, it happens. Um, then we have volume, which is the position volume, or pardon, monthly volume, um, the monthly average monthly volume or average monthly page views essentially. Um, I forgot to mention as well, it always, you have to have a country on Ahrefs in key search you can like have everywhere, you can't do that on Ahrefs. KD is keyword difficulty, so they have their own score just like Key Search does. Um, and yeah, green is best, so it'll get like more green the deeper you go, and then it like fades to this like lime green, then it goes yellow, then it goes orange, then it goes red. And so red is the most difficult. Um, and like the darker red, the harder. So typically if I'm using Ahrefs, um, I, I'm looking for like the easiest thing possible. So I usually set my keyword difficulty to a max of 10. Um, that's definitely like on the lower end of green, but this is an easy way to find like properly easy keywords. However, you can definitely set it differently. I believe 29, I think, is like kind of the pivot point between green to like yellow, um, but you can play around with that for whatever you feel fits your site best. CPC is a cost per click for ads. We don't care about that, so <laughs> ignore it. Um, the interesting thing is traffic. So volume is the impressions, traffic is the estimated actual clicks that he gets out of this. And so even if it's a third of what he actually gets, if it is also much lower, um, it's still a good estimate to show us are people clicking through. What I see a lot of people do, um, especially lately, is they'll try and find keywords that have a high volume that look easy. 
but the intent is wrong. So there's things like um, like weather, like, oh, weather in Toronto today or whatever. People don't want a blog. They want that little widget on the top that Google has that will show them the weather. It often happens for Google Maps as well, where it's like, um, I don't know, flying from X to Y, they want the flight widget. Um, driving from X to Y, they just want to like go in and get that map. Um, and you can go in below it, but you're going to have a lot less traffic. I've still had really good success, honestly, with the like getting from X to Y posts, but it's definitely a lower click-through rate than some of the other ones. But this way you can see like, okay, so maybe the keyword has 225,000 volume. You're going to be like, oh my God, I'm doing that for sure. But then you look at the traffic and it's still really good traffic, but it's a lot less. <laughs> so then that can help you decide if it's actually worth your time. Like you can see over here, one that has 11,000 is getting less than one that has 24,000 or 2,400 um, searches. So then you can sort by any of these. Position is the position he's in. URL is the uh, URL of the post that's ranking. And the interesting thing is it gives you these little like, um, I don't know, remember what they're called, but like a little icon kind of thing that tells you how he's ranking. So for these ones, he's not just ranking like in the text, he's ranking in the snippet. And so he should have a lot higher traffic than that if he's in the snippet. Um, but you could see like, okay, if you're trying to write a post for that, um, that keyword, if the thing that your competitor is ranking for or that the number one person is ranking for is an image thumbnail, then they're looking for an image. They don't care about blog posts. That's important to know. And it's cool because it'll show like all sorts of different ones. I don't know if he has any other types ranking up here. Not just those two. But this will give you some insight into like where he is on that keyword. And then you can look at like the historical stuff. Um, I don't think I get most of it because of, yeah, the position charts like for the uh, standard plan. And I don't have that and that's fine. I can still see like um, different dates. Like, pardon me, I can compare URLs, but I can also look at like a week ago what he was ranking for and if it's changed over time. Uh, top pages, you need to be upgraded to see like what his top pages are, but if you see the top keywords, you can kind of extrapolate. Um, I don't, top folders, subdomain, same thing, don't have it. Um, organic competitors is loading. <laughs> Once it loads, it's going to show um, who his top competitors are based on his keywords. So just like Key Search does this, if it would ever load, I don't know what's happening, um, it would just show what other sites are considered his competitors based on the fact that they both rank for similar keywords. I'm just going to leave that for now. Content gap is where you put in your site and you put in their site and you say what keywords are they ranking for that I'm not ranking for. You can use key search for this. It's totally fine. Paid search is all his ads. I don't look at that. Um, pages, again, top content is going to have the limit, but best by links. Um, Oh no, you can't see top content. That's good to know. Well then, I don't know why that's different, but you can see his top pages here. Um, and then you can also see like by socials. Uh, I don't pay a ton of attention to those. Outgoing links are um, links that like he links to other domains. Uh, I don't have that one. I don't think I have any of these. Yeah, anchors are like anchor text he uses to link out, outgoing links. I think this is supposed to be something that you could do to number one, find like authorities to link to. I think it's meant to be more about affiliates. Broken links, you can't do here. You could use brokenlinkchecker.com for free to see anyone's broken links. Um, you can export stuff. Legacy is the old view and they're phasing it out, so we're not going to focus on that. But yeah, that's basically how I would use this.
Then Keyword Explorer is where you can just enter keywords. Um, so I always do Google, I don't do the other search engines, but let's just say we were gonna put in, um, I don't know, Rome, my keyboard turned on Rome travel. If you wanna do more than one, you can search multiple at the same time. So you could also just search Rome. You could search things to do in Rome. Oops. And you separate them by a comma and it knows that they're different keywords. So you'll search it and then it's gonna give you an overview of the ones that you put in. And you're like, Nina, that's not helpful. Key search gives me so many suggestions. I got you, don't worry. We're gonna to go to matching terms and that's gonna pull anything where like whatever terms you had, so things to do in Rome, it has to have that in it, almost like there's quotes and then anything else. Same for Rome travel, same for just the word Rome. And then you can sort by volume, you can filter by keyword difficulty. So this is where I would do the filter for like to 10 or something. Um, it's cool because you can see the parent topic. And so the parent topic is like, okay, is this the primary keyword or is this a secondary keyword of something else? And it's not perfect, but it does a good estimation. Um, global volume is the global volume, not just like the, this country's volume. So it does let you kind of get that. Um, this is a newer thing that they've added in that's pretty cool. And then CPS, uh, oh, clicks per search. Just to show you like which ones are getting clicked on. I don't, I don't I ignore that one. That's a new thing to me. I haven't really looked at that one. I look more at volume and um, the actual traffic potential, which is like how many clicks they estimate you could get if you were in the number one spot. And then you can come over here and find ones that like have a certain relation. So if it's related to weather, then you can find all those versions. Um, you can also exclude words if you want or include words. Related terms are gonna be like similar ones that are related. So like things to do in Rome um, or Rome and stuff, you're gonna get other general terms that are somewhat similar. Think of it like those related searches at the bottom of Google. That's kind of the idea here of what you're gonna get and you'll get a ton of them. Um, and when you filter, it will reduce things. Um, and then if you like wanna add them to your list, you'd select them and then you can put them on a keyword list that you want or a rank tracker. Search suggestions are gonna be even more kind of off the cuff than the related terms. So they're similar, but not fully. They're just kind of related. So you can see like Prometheus comes up. Um, some, for some reason, dog groomers. So this is like usually way more out there. Um, but if you were like, let's say you did a really hyper specific search, like things to do in Rome with kids, then search, search suggestions would have stuff that's like a little bit more tailored, but I put in some general stuff up there. And then I ignore all the rest of those. Um, I don't have site audit. I don't have rank track or I have rank tracker, but I don't use it. I don't have content explorer because of my plan. Um, and I don't have any of these. <laughs> so the only other thing I have is the free SEO toolbar. Um, which I'm able to see a lot more up here than um, other people can, but I have to go to a site to do that. So let's go to nomadicmat.com. So if I go to his site, um, everyone gets this page where they get the title, the meta description, um, when it was published, when it was last modified, number of words, and then the outline of it. Um, and everyone gets images of like the image and what the alt text is. Um, they don't always get outgoing links, so I get more of those, I think, than most people do. And there's the metrics is the tab that other people don't get for sure that I definitely get. So this is where I can then see his DR, I can see backlinks and stuff, and then if I click on them, it'll take me into Ahrefs. And that's why other people don't have it, because then like, they don't have the function in Ahrefs that shows them this. So yeah, that's been um, a <laughs> long walk through uh, my version of Ahrefs. It's really all that you would need as somebody um, 
who, yeah, is just a blogger. If you're not running an agency, I don't see you needing any more than this. Um, some people definitely think that they need more than they do. And I just say, like, just don't overcomplicate things. You don't need to be, like, running absolutely everything. It's just about finding the right keywords, and then it's mostly strategy from there. So, yeah.